Hey, I'm your host, Wes. And I'm your host, Scott. Come on in and grab a seat. Because you're hanging with us at the barbershop. And I said, I'm not expecting anything. I just was wondering, you know, if I'm getting ready to pull the trigger. Yeah, sure. Do I wait? Are you giving me the best deal you can give me 365 days a year? And he's like, 100%. If we're getting a deal, you've already got the deal. I would say. Which makes me feel good. I would say for sure that they're going to give you the, uh, the best street price every day. And I say that from my own experience when I ordered shout out to <laughs> shout out to the guy marcus and the guys over at uh, mars music in peterborough uh when i ordered the new Tascam mixcast 4 which we are currently recording with they actually sold it to me for uh under srp so that, i mean that's them yeah they're solid solid guy. but th- this is the thing right i'm the guy i don't want to buy it today with knowing that on the 26th it it's going to be half price so it's like, just tell me your honest truth. And if, if it's not going to be that way, that's fantastic. I'm happy with that. Yep. And now it's just, it's that, that now it's that thing of, you know, Black Friday on the internet and Cyber Monday on the internet. And where do you commit to total? Cause again, right. It's, it's not, where's your value at? We're not buying a single mic. We're not buying just this. I'm buying. You know, it's almost yeah, like we're no, setting no, you. you're setting up you. again, and it's 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 that initial big drop of revenue. Oh yeah, <sighs> that you, that you're doing right, and it's remember a year ago. I know. <laughs> remember a year ago. What do you need to do a podcast? Just need an idea. Just do it. <laughs> but, but this is it. This is it. So here we are. We're a year into it. Yeah. As we've just we just had our uh, one year retrospective as we celebrated our our first year. Yeah. Yay us! Congratulations to uh, oh I want to say Eric, but it wasn't Eric. Zach. Zach, our winner of the cold ones uh, drink pitcher, which we've delivered. Been in, we've been, no, we've been in touch, and yes. uh, we're going to make arrangements for him. He lives locally. He actually yeah. forgot that he won it. That's <laughs> ah, all good. It's all good. Oh, it's hilarious. But, uh, yeah, no. So, but now I'm in this whole dilemma of, you know, what you're doing here in your home studio setup. Yeah. I'm, I'm having this inkling that I'm going to like do instead of me looking in, it's going to be the studio. Lo- so I'm going to move the couches downstairs. Oh, that's a great, great idea. And in the corner, put, sli- uh, get gray slip covers. Nice. I've, uh, been watching youtube and i'm gonna absolutely make some um you're gonna make some panels i am <laughs> i'm totally I'll, I'll come and help you make yeah them. yeah yeah it's yeah. there's some cool stuff where it's, it's just mdf the fire and sound rated rock sill yeah and then felt wrap and then i figured i'd uh do the felt wrap in orange and gray or try that'll to find look felt nice that'll look put that's it on the wall look super cool and then set up my that's desk like great. you have my screen but from the couch so it'll be like right sitting back on the couch and then be looking at the screen that way i think i can make it work (laughs) i think that's gonna sound great but uh we'll see and then um on the other two sides that are open to the basement i was just gonna get um either sound blankets which seem to be pricey or i'll just get moving blankets and hang them from the ceiling 
a lot of the guys that uh, are way more versed in the uh, in the setup of this stuff that I've been watching all say, "Man on a budget, moving blankets hanging on the wall yeah. is better than a bare, untreated space." Yeah. So, I, I, got even, a, I got ideas. I put I put some consideration into this space in case you have in case you've missed it. Uh, so our our uh, producer editor computer wizard Andy uh, has now been here. He's he's helped me. He's uh, co-hosted on the other show. We've done a couple episodes and I keep calling it my home studio. And he's like, no, no, it's the saw cave. <laughs> right. I'm, uh, I've been having this debate of if I, if I go, is it going to be, uh, I think it should be saw cave, like one and two, one and two. I was yeah, thinking, yeah. uh, the S and M studio, <laughs> right. Cause that's always been the joke that if we ever like got into the restaurant business, we just call it S and M. S and M. That's pretty and cool. Just, and just see what kind of clientele we got. Or right, or heaven forbid, like the um, the uh, M and D studio. Uh, M and M and D. Yeah, mom and Dad. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Because right, I, I mean, not the name not, of the motel. Yeah, yeah, M and D's yeah. motel. M and D's. Yeah. <laughs> Is that at the end of the day, right? There'll be some Christmas money coming in that eventually will buy something. So I mean, like so much of it's been filtered down birthday presents and it's like what do you want now amazon gift cards <laughs> you can't go wrong with that amazon gift cards everything i want now is on amazon if anything this last month has has really shown me that man it, as i look around the room well there's a lot of amazon procurement in this room i was glad you found your ring the lights ring lights are, are not winners. they are winners and who told you about that this guy right oh, here right. so the ring light Having looked at, watched a few lighting videos, I was really hoping to find something that was a little bit more dial inable. I know mm. that's not the right, that's not the right term. Um, the ability to slide the tone. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've got this, I bought this light too as a, I bought another light here that I can use as a accent or I can use it as a, as key light. It could be key. It could be any of them. Right. But this, this light, I'm going to turn on here. You won't, of course, those of you who are listening will never be able to, to see this, but, um, this light, I can dial it in anywhere from 2000 to 9000 K, like right to the, like to the 10th. That sounds like it'll burn your retinas. Uh, full RGB too. Great little light. Uh, v, V, V Jim, V Jim. If you're looking on Amazon, I'll throw a link up here, uh, at some point. So how bright will it go? Uh, it, it's pretty bright. Now it's on white light now. So if I go to a hundred percent there, that's a hundred percent here. hundred, hundred percent. Are you blind yet? Yeah. I was going to say, I was going to be like, <laughs> It was a stormy night. <laughs> uh, that is, that's it's a USB C. It's got a what a thirty five hundred milliamp battery in it. They say uh, you better shut that off before it gives me a migraine. <laughs> sorry. They say that uh, at full power, I, you can get uh, two hours out of that, right? and at minimum power, so at one percent, fifteen hours. You know what though? And from when the days before video, yep, I always liked the uh, the tone of of the studio when we were just using the window lights without the fluorescence above just the colored light. Yeah. 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 And that this is very reminiscent of that. And I feel like, right. You've got nice back. Yeah. 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 And this gives you enough that it, right. It's not like we're sitting in the dark. I think it's just, it comes down to that. The more, the more we learn, the more we understand the process. And then, so lighting was a big thing to to set up in the over the last over the setup of the home studio and, and understanding that you know listen to me sounding all all uh, all uh, knowledgeable when I talk about key lighting right but understanding that that 
different lights for different purposes right so wanting to have like you know one side of my face brighter than the other so that there's some shadow and then wanting to add lights behind to create depth and there's a whole pro i really appreciate you know what andy goes through as a photographer yeah but this is all stuff that that he's thinking about all the time whenever he goes to do a a shoot right or any photographer for that matter but uh as a i guess now that we're budding I want to say videographers, but I mean, our, now that our show has expanded into video, this is just part of, yeah, it's the direction you have to yeah, go. Yeah. If, yeah. if you want to be serious. That being said, we've just made a major leap forward in our ability to reach an audience. What did we do? We, uh, upgraded our streaming platform. For those of you who don't know, we use a stream yard. It's a fantastic service. They do have a free, a free version. And if you're uh, considering getting into uh, streaming, uh, live streaming i highly suggest you uh, you check them out but uh, we just went to their pro tier which allows us to uh, stream into eight destinations simultaneously i need to eat transfer use must that's true well you know what i'm the guy that said i just want to pay you in full and you're like oh i'll just take it monthly i'm like oh shit you're, it would be you're, easier for you're, you you're in know. for a world of disappointment i don't want to take your money up front because like i said if we're not getting the full if we're not taking full advantage of what it can do and i don't care uh, well i'm glad you feel that way yeah yeah, yeah. it's like <laughs> oh yeah That's yeah so uh yeah we're on twitch now we're uh twitch tv uh um, you watched us on twitch i <laughs> You know what? I I know as much as you do about Twitch. I know that we're on it, and I know how to get there. Right. But I don't know. I don't know. Can I go to Twitch right now and see if we're no? Because we're not streaming. We're recording. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, on Sunday though, when I go and do the stream for our sister show, we're sending in there for Phantom Power. We are going to be streaming into all of our Facebook locations. So the uh, the Sawcast, our production uh, page, our our fan group, our fan page as well as our uh, our our production uh, company uh, uh, Twitter feed, the show's Twitter feed, and our, our Twitch uh, feed on Twitch TV. So, yeah, lots of ways to uh, to consume our show here. And, of course, we are still on all the audio places where you get podcasts, yeah. where they're at. So there. It's funny there. We were, I was talking with somebody at work, and they're like, I can't find you on Spotify. And I just right, keep getting you not. I know because they were still stuck on the song tab and I don't use Spotify oh, enough and you have right, to right, move right. over to the shows, shows and podcasts. Yep. Yeah. And then she's like, there you are. And I'm like, yep. So. All right, Scotty. Well, here we are again. Welcome back to uh, another episode of hanging at the barbershop. Yeah. I feel like it's been a season two. <laughs> Spoiler. <laughs> season two if that's what we're calling it i don't even i don't know what we're calling it all i know is hey did i tell you that uh we resolved <laughs> it was the it was the easy route uh the the path of least resistance we resolved all of our copyright strikes you, yeah you stripped all the music stripped all the music out of them so i think so uh, no in, no intro music our, our original intros for this show fortunately have not been uh stricken the other show got got hit anything i'm involved in seems just to be fun it's got it's brought me to the point where uh, you know for uh, for fandom I, i'm at the point where it's like you know as the primary host for that show i'm just thinking of just throwing money at it and getting uh, uh one of the guys <laughs> getting a fiver dude yep. to uh, give me an original intro yeah, this is sort of the feeling i yeah. want and yeah yeah 
yeah, I, I feel that way. If if I pay for it, then no, I own it, and then no one can right. And so then, if anybody you know wants to dispute it, then I have more of the legal clout because I own the material. That's the funny thing, is these people are saying they own stuff they don't anyway. It's such a shady, uh, shady spot to be in. Uh, and I mean, again, YouTubers, uh, you know, understand this where I never thought it was a thing, but apparently it is where you can just go around and start gobbling up royalty free music, rebranding it, and then claiming that you are the distributor of it. Yeah. Uh, doesn't seem right. I know I'm laughing, but it's because I'm angry. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so this week. We are going to talk about other things that probably make you angry. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Oh, I got to get your photo. I'll do that while. Yeah. So uh, I get your. uh... So this is sort of a throwback to one of the questions that we posted not too, too long ago about um, if you're going through Tim Hortons (laughs) and and your order's wrong, do you go in and wait in line or you do, do you go to the front of the line and tell them? (laughs) <laughs> that your order's wrong <laughs> and, and there's there was actually good traction on that we got some of both sides you are the point of you will wait in line and you're that guy and i'm the guy <laughs> yeah i've waited i've paid you made an error i'm gonna go to the front of the line so you can correct my error and i can get on my way because i've already waited once I see the end where i there was a there was a middle ground comment that came from one of the guys that I used to volunteer with uh, at the Legion, who had said, you know, up here, you could get away with that in an urban center like in Toronto. They'd be bet you'd be the line. You'd be like lynched, right? And you know that that part of me says, I don't care that you've waited in line. I'm waiting my turn like everybody else. Yeah, I'm that guy that if it would happen to me, as upsetting as it is, I go back in. Those people, they have places to be. They got to wait too. So they don't know that I've already been there. They just see. Sure they do. Because they see the look of disgust in your face (laughs) and that you're already walking up with a cup of coffee or a bag in your hand. And they're like, fucking people messed up again. uh, It it reminded me of that. uh, I played it for Kim. There's that clip. And I can't tell you what movie or what TV show it's from. Mandy Patinkin, the guy from. the princess bride he played uh Enigo montoya okay you killed my father prepare to die yep yep, yep. He plays this uh i don't know who he plays but it, basically it's this lineup i don't know if they're at the bank or they're at the, the dmv or wherever they are but this lady walks in she kind of scans the room and she walks up to another lady in line who's ahead of mandy patinkin's character and oh hey carol hi how are you you know and they just start yeah you know, a, a jibber jab as so she's, she's like, now inserted herself she's in there the but she's tra- yeah she's tried to slide in there and he turns to the mandy patinkin's character turns to the guy behind him and he's like and then he goes uh excuse me ladies um did you know each other it's like oh yeah we know each other our kids uh our kids are the same daycare or whatever and he's like oh okay and then he looks this woman square in the eye and says is everyone in this line an asshole and she's like what is everyone you just cut in front of an asshole? And she's like, uh, no. Uh, she's like, basically, he goes off and says, So it's just you then? Because you basically treated us like we're all assholes when you came in here and did that. And she's like, well, I've got places to be. And he basically stops and goes, he's got, a, he's got three minutes left on the meter. She's got a cake in the oven. He's got a thing to do. We all have a finite amount of time. We all have things we need to do. I get in the back of the line. So... And don't use your children like that. It's shameful. I would say that the the tempered part of me 
would agree with that middle ground up here in cottage country or in i can't wait until something goes wrong and you're waiting in line Ugh. and i'm gonna cut in front only of if it's you yeah i'll be and like i'll make a huge scene hey, i'll i'll scream the top of my head Wes, what's going on <laughs> yeah yeah i'm just gonna get a new coffee because they didn't put sugar in mine yeah, no, i'll get back in the line you yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah. um and it's funny because my uh, daughter-in-law spoke out as a former. Yeah, she's a former Tim's employee. And what did she say? Just go to the front of the line and fix it. Just go and fix it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, the other thing is, too, the other part of that that equation was when Tim Hortons kind of, when they, I think we can all agree that in the last what, five to ten years, there's been a major revamp of, of procedure and policy where everything got, there's place your order here, pick it up over here. Right. So there's that the landing area for your stuff i went out the indoor this morning <laughs> you badass you. you know what if they would have left me where i was i would have been fine but then they opened up the second cache oh yeah sure, at sure. that end and i'm like that door's all the way over there yeah and the door i came in is now like two feet away from that's me. right so i just, I'm just like you know what if nobody's there coming through and no harm no foul right i managed to maintain my uh six feet of six feet of distance oh good for you so i was good i Um, think if you go if you go to the landing area you're more likely to get if you can flag somebody down hello hello no for sure get your order fixed over there i also believe yeah that show this picture uh yeah okay so this is recently isn't it today oh (laughs) all right let's uh bring this one up here oh everybody who gets coffee in the morning i'm sure can appreciate this one uh here we go <laughs> that's not just a little bit of grounds for those of you who are taking part of this uh just the audio only we are currently looking at an empty coffee cup that is uh it looks like it was used to dig through a sandbox <laughs> and you know what the cup of coffee was good and i wouldn't have complained and the like right i'll i'll it doesn't matter if it's cold or hot or lukewarm sure, sure. i always finish the last I'm I yeah I'm not one to leave. So grab the cup, shoot it, threw back. it back, and then I'm like, bah, bah. Chewed, chewed through it. Yeah, and then <laughs> kind of stopped, and then I'm like, I'm gonna take a picture of this for tonight. What is this freaking bullshit? And you know what? And by this time, I'm not anywhere near the Tim Hortons that created this travesty of a cup of coffee. Can't take it into the other one, and, which you probably could, but right, that's not fair. So, right, I'm going to bitch to everyone I see. I'm going to share it tonight. Yep. And then the next time I they mess up and I bud to the front of the line, I'm not going to feel bad no. because <laughs> this is the type of, they got a, they got a freebie. Justified. They 100%. I am justified. Or the times that I'm running tight and I forget to put bacon on my bagel and I'm turning oh, on the county. you paid for that. Yeah. You've paid and for And I'm turning bagel. on the county road 17 and no, take right. the bite of my bagel and I'm like, fuckers there's no bacon on this i'm like well i don't have time because right it was tight i'm not gonna drive back down there for a dollar's worth of bacon but as i say when i'm in town and i can i'm going to the front of the fucking line yeah i think it's one thing that they've they've mistaken your your order like they didn't stir your coffee but like you it's not like you didn't get sugar sugar is part of the coffee you did you, you asked for bacon and you didn't get the bacon but I mean, go get your bacon. I asked for black and they gave you cream. Would you go back and get a, a black coffee? Yeah. See, not always. I, I know the re I'm going to say, no, I wouldn't, but it has nothing to do with how I feel about the issue. Yeah. It's that I started, uh, a co- as, as a coffee drinker on double, double. 
So you're saying because you can drink it, yep. you would drink it. Yeah, because I'd rather have the coffee than the So, hassle. okay. Now here's the other thing. If, sure, sure. if you're a four by four <laughs> lumberjack coffee drinker, yeah, and you go and take the first sip and it's black. <laughs> and right, you're you're just trying to be a man and drink a coffee, but you gotta have four cream and four sugar. Um, you should just switch to frou frou drinks and just be done with it. <laughs> I, this leads into something else. Listen, poor, I'll, say that, poor, I'll say this: if you're if you're drinking, uh, poor coffee, Ethan, if you're drinking a coffee with that much cream and sugar, you should be going to Starbucks. What, whatever, <laughs> but, right? So th- that person deserves to go back and be like, I didn't that, get what I ordered. Does that look like a four? Four? Whose coffee do I have? Because somebody's now drinking. Sure, sure. <laughs> Could you imagine expecting black and taking that first sip of a four by four? No. You'd go into a sugar coma. You'd be like, oh my god. That's the, for me though. That's I I go to coffee with um cream and sugar quite frequently. I do it as a treat because I want the I want the sweet hit. I'm too cream. Yeah. So now if there's any sugar in it, I'm almost excited because it's like. <gasps> That's a special treat today, and I don't I care. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, "Oh, that's way different." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's I had a treat the other day. Somebody um ended up with a, it was a regular Coke or regular Pepsi. Sure. And it wasn't what they wanted, so they gave it to me. And I've been pretty, gosh, three years diet Coke or diet Pepsi, and I drank this yeah, Coke, yeah. and it was like syrup. It was so when you were done. I didn't enjoy it. No, I and I like pop. But, Me too. But having a an OG, um, have you had a? Actually, speaking of that, have you had the new Coke Zero? The the one that's got the uh uh, it's in the black with the gold label on it. Maybe I or, bought a case of it because it was the only thing in there. What'd you think? It didn't taste any different. Oh, I thought it did. I don't like it. You don't? No. Nope. Okay. Whatever they're they've done that they said new less. I don't know. But it's not the Coke Zero I like. So now I'm back to just I regular. Keep, you know, whatever it is, it's got to have caffeine. And I, I'm not, I mean, sir, there's obviously some pops like root beer that just naturally don't have caffeine in them. And but you're like, all right with that because you're not drinking that a root beer. To, right. But when I get a cola, you, I still you, want the caffeine in, right? But yeah, so for me, um, you know, Coke Zero or, or Pepsi Zero, yep. uh, as it's called, you know, and I'll get whatever I can get because the, as we know, the, the pandemic has shut down production on some beverages yeah yeah it's okay it's just okay so there there we sit is you're a patient and wait and i'm a barge ahead and get what i want Tim hortons what are you gonna do when the when the guy tells you get the back of the line i'll be like i've already been in line just hold on to your titties and let me get my get my order really you'd be willing to do that yeah i wouldn't be i told the lady to shut the fuck up that was (laughs) browbeating the poor girl behind the desk that's different that's different. And I nearly went at the, I, I stopped in at a, uh, man, we're going full on restaurants, aren't we? Sure. Okay. So we were out earlier this week. And for those of you who are listening to, uh, to the show in Canada, uh, you may be familiar with Mary Brown's Mary Brown's chicken. You know what? I was a long time not going to Mary Brown's chicken because of the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the wives tales and the urban legends, but do tell, because I don't know what those are. Oh, well, not that I'm ever a coleslaw guy, but I always heard oh, no. their coleslaw was extra special. Oh, oh. And this is, well, whatever. And this is like back when I was oh, a that's kid. Fine. So like right 46, this is probably when I was 60. I'm, I'm never going to marry. And I didn't. 
I think as we were and even the, where we live as kids, Mary Brown's chicken, the the one that's local to us, would have been like legendary because it at that point they weren't the the big national brand that they were. They were still largely uh, to, uh relegated to Newfoundland. Right, but the one that's been in Lindsay's been in Lindsay a long time, forever. Like now, was this the Lindsay one or was no, this the this Peterborough the, one? This was the Peterborough one. You see, this this urban legend was specific to that location in Lindsay. Well, it's a good thing I didn't have anything with coleslaw. But um, <laughs> the funny thing is, you like Mary Brown. I do, as an and, alternative to, but I like fried chicken. So, yeah. and as things have progressed, and we've hung out, and you know, we're going axe throwing or whatever. We've gone a couple times because it's 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 fairly quick and yes. easy. Yeah, it's, and it's not bad. It's darn good. Mary Brown's, you won my you done it. You done a good thing, but Mary so, Brown. So you you're okay. Tell me your story. I you're Mary Brown's this week. Mary Brown's this week, and the the shift, the day shift is on, and they got a big sign up over the the sneeze guard in front of the cash register to say to say that new employees training today. Please be patient. And I have no pro- I have no problem with that. I mean, I worked in mind it was many 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 years ago i think i was 15 14 or please 15 be years patient old. you should be patient every day right so all your service industry the the lady mm-hmm. that was training the young lad who was in behind in the kitchen she decided that he needed to uh, also learn the front as well and you want to talk about brow beating like this woman should not be allowed to train other human beings like i was waiting for you yell at that kid one more time i'm yelling at you lady like my wife and I, Kim and I are sitting there trying to just, eat our lunch. Just shocked, eh? And it's like, we're looking, we're looking at each other like, and she, Kim knew exactly what I was looking at her for. And she would look at me and she's acknowledging, yeah, I know exactly what you're hearing. And you wonder why it's hard to find kids that want to work in the service industry. This kid though, you know, I, I presume definitely under 20, probably under 18. And he was as patient as could be. He never got frazzled. He never, you know, got upset. He just took it in stride and, and just, you know, took, I don't want to say the, the wisdom she was imparting because it was kind of from the fire hose, right? Like then you do this and this and this and this and this It's like lady, like this kid's never going to learn it all. But you talk, this woman basically was talking for the sake of look at me. I'm important. Listen to what I'm saying. I, not that I'd ever think I'm important. I struggle with that. But. Having lots to say. It's okay to have lots to say, but I think but I feel like I stop and like any questions. <laughs> and they're like, no. there would be if I had enough time to process yeah. the seven thousand things you just told me. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. like, hey, and there's this, and there's this, and there's this, and I'm like, and so much of it, like, what do you do if it's situational? And you're like, yeah, and don't forget when they order the the chubby chicken sandwich. Yeah, don't forget to ask them at the whether they want fries or this. And yeah, if no one orders the chubby chicken sandwich that day, I'm telling you the way that she was going at him, I think I learned half of the duties that he was going to be there doing. You go. She was so loud and so twice, twice she said it because there was another. Um, <laughs> Forget. I don't know if it was another trainee, but somebody who'd been there at least a shift longer than the other guy. Right. She took our order independently of the the trainer, and the lady who was doing the training twice said nope he's got to learn to take initiative and i'm like it's it's no she it's fast food the initiative is that comes up on my screen i make it and put it out i know Uh, so uh 
a little disen, uh, disenchanted with fast food these days. I still like fast food. Yep. But man, I sure as hell wouldn't want to work on it. So at a restaurant, yeah. what are you willing to send a plate back to the kitchen for? What am I willing to send it back for? If it's exceptionally cold. Yep. If it's exceptionally cold, it goes back. If it's not cooked properly, it goes back. Other than those two things. What about a hair? <laughs> well, uh, depends, doesn't it? it? Probably should go back. Right. Like, I mean, we've, we've talked about this before, just in our, the course of our lives. Sure. My former life as a, as a uniform guy, uh, in the service of our nation, I've put a lot of shit in my mouth that has been on the ground and other, you know, right. questionable places. So a, a lame, I'm more inclined to just pick the fucking hair out of it and just yeah. keep going. Yeah. That's my inclination. And not, and not be like horrified. I, I have out of my mouth and not been horrified because I like the people that I was eating at. And I, I would have treated those people. I would almost treat those people because I went there every day for the same thing. So it'd be like finding my mom's hair in my, oh, sure, in my, sure, in my sure. scrambled eggs. And they were wonderful people. And I'd be like, <laughs> the first thing I do when I get a hair. So, <laughs> I mean, for those of you who are watching, it's no surprise. Uh, I have an exceptionally long beard. <laughs> Make sure it's not yours. Right. That's the first. Is this one of mine? <laughs> because if it's one of mine, oh, well. Yeah. But if it's not, sure. I mean, you know, maybe there's a case to send it back. As long as it's not like <laughs> to the point where I would think that it was like a, sh a short and curly. I, well, this is it with a beard hair. The yeah. same, same coarseness. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Some little old lady slaving over the the skillet, making me eggs and bacon, and they bring it out, and there's right, whatever. I don't even care. So the one time that I, uh, uh, I didn't send it back, but I actually stopped the server was, you know where the new Chuck's is on Lansdowne? Chuck's yep. Roadhouse? What was in there before? It's down by, um, I am thinking, right? It's by Michael's? Yeah, that's the one. It was something very similar. Anyway, Kim and I went in there and we both had steak and she ordered like a six ounce steak and I ordered like a 10 ounce steak. And there was no difference. The two steaks came out and I'm not an idiot here. And I understand that there is shrinkage when you, when you cook when you cook meat, that's, that is the law of cooking. That's what they all say. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, you've barbecued in your backyard. You know that your steak is going to shrivel yep. up, Yep. but you cannot tell me that two pieces of meat that are cooked to the same. How would you like your steak today, sir? I would like it medium. Well, thank you. How would you like your steak, ma'am? I would also like it medium. Well, yep. a six ounce and a 10 ounce steak both cooked medium well should not be the same size, let alone my 10 ounce should not be fucking smaller than the eight. So I did not send it back. I did make a, a point of saying something. The manager came out. Very apologetic. Not really. Oh, just, and tried to do the whole, well, you know, and I'm like, yeah, I do. But that's why I'm saying something because I do know I'm not an idiot. Well, we'll just charge you for a six ounce. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you. Very kind. That's all I wanted. So for me, um, I'll take a medium rare. Sure. So, I mean, if it comes a little bit more pink, I'm not too picky. Now, Michelle, the same way. Now, Michelle, on the other hand, has to be well done. She's just at that point in her life. She doesn't want to cut it. She doesn't want to. Right. So in our time together, I think we've probably sent back two steaks and, you know, and was I with you for one of them? Maybe at the keg. Maybe, maybe, 
for sure we've done one at Montana's that I can remember. And the guy was super apologetic. And she's like, you know what? It really isn't your fault. No. She says, but I'm just, it's not you, it's me. I'm just really on that. I'm picky. And it has to be done, you know, where some people would be like, oh, it could just be off the other side of it. And she's not that person. And he's like, oh, I'll, you know, so you don't have to do anything. And I don't want the server. I don't want the person in the kitchen. I don't want anyone in trouble. I just need this done a little bit more. Yeah. So there's no ooze. And he's oh, like, well, I gotta, and he's like, I got to do something for you. And she's like, you know. We're not getting dessert. We're not right. We're not those people. And it's like, don't, don't worry about it. It's, it's, it's absolutely no, it, it's just the time that just, you know, here we're talking, just go and fix it. Yeah. I, I'm not looking for you to write the wrongs of the world. So here's another great one. Yeah. So when the rock Haven was still in existence, oh, yeah, the rock Haven, sure. Um, lots of uh, Christmas dinners and yep. things were there. So I remember going up dessert sort of um buffet style so yeah, okay. a big stack of white pie yep. plates i go grab the first pie plate and there's something on the bottom of the plate and i flip it oh, over God. And it's just crushed just covered in pie filling oh so set that one down so obviously the next plate got the pie filling on the top so move it go to the next one it's eight plates later <laughs> So seven other people went up to the buffet for their dessert, and uh, I, I don't know. I was I, I was standing there. No one was getting past me because I just kept moving plates over to the left, and then I started a new pile. And whoever was there, she's like, "What's the problem?" And I'm like, "They're well, all dirty. They're all dirty. They either didn't get uh, rinsed. I'm sure yeah, they're. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're clean. I guarantee you, they're clean because the the pie they filling eat. was almost baked." <laughs> The pie filling that is baked onto this plate, I guarantee you, has been sanitized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> so I, heat. but I just, I choose not to eat my piece of pie off of that with the blueberries. Uh, yeah, that's fair. Because I'm going to get apple and I don't, <laughs> don't want to cross-contaminate. That is fair. But I wasn't even going to complain. I just wanted to find a clean plate. Yeah. Uh, Until, like, somebody comes and asks you and be like, what are you doing? And I'm like, you're holding up the line. I'm like, well, that's your fault. I've done that too. I've, you know, especially we like to travel and we like to travel on a, on a budget. So, I mean, when you're, when you're eating, you know, buffet style everywhere, especially when you're in Cuba and, uh, you know, there's been days where I've gone up to the breakfast buffet and it's like, Oh, that dish has got something on it. Right. I've put it aside and gone to another one. And so, yeah, I mean, uh, dishes aren't, yeah, I guess dishes, I fall into that same, same place as, uh, as hair, like a hair would be okay. An entire, <laughs> I don't know, plateful? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Have I ever told you the baby Arut cookie story? You sure have the one at work? Yep. You sure did. Have I told it on air? Oh, geez. I don't know. So, I mean, it's funny, too, because this it, the times have changed. Um, yes. I'm a firm believer in the, the, the three-second rule or whatever we're calling it when you <laughs> drop something on the floor. But so I work retail. This is years ago. Oh, pardon me. And um, we're just walking the sales floor, and there's a air root cookie on the sales floor. And the coworker I'm with is a smoker, and I'm be like, "I'll eat that air root cookie oh, if you, good lord, if you quit smoking." And she's like, "And she's like, no, you won't." And I pick it up, and it's definitely been in a baby's mouth. Oh, <laughs> it's got like 
one and a half sides, kind of yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. that moist, kind of soft, gushy. There's that, no crumble on that edge. <laughs> no, just how Aru cookies go. Yeah. And I'm like, 100%, you quit smoking. And gone. And she's like, I didn't make any promises. I'm not quitting smoking. And I'm like, I just ate a soggy root cookie. <laughs> You're not going to quit? I don't know. Like, it's uh, it's weird what people get weirded out about. Yeah. Like, uh, the big joke about uh, having fresh food in the field. And, uh, you know, you, you you dig out your your camp plate and your camp cup and all that shit. And you go up to the line and some senior NCO throws a fucking Salisbury steak on your plate. And as you're, as you're wandering back to your piece of the woods and you trip on the root and there's my Salisbury steak laying on the, on the dirt of the Meaford training area. What do you do? You pick it up, you dust it off. And yeah. Cause if you don't, you're going hungry. Damn it. I wanted that yeah. Salisbury steak. So here this current year, something on the floor at work. Um, oh boy. I'm looking at it like I could eat that. Does that look like an arrowroot? And the same girl, she's like, Scott, I know you would eat it, but maybe we're not in the current situation with a global pandemic that you shouldn't be eating somebody else's food off the floor. Well, good for you for taking that advice. And nice. And uh I'm like, you have spoiled like a lifetime of fun for me. So I yeah, left yeah. it there and let somebody sweep it up. And I'm like, did you really feel like that? I've been wrong. That was a missed opportunity. (laughs) Oh, dude, totally. And I wouldn't. I wasn't thinking that way. Absolutely, like didn't think there could be some COVID-infected person licking stuff and leaving it behind for people like Scott to eat and be infected. I think that whole the idea of communicable disease adds a whole new, uh, you know. Uh, set of rules that nobody was really thinking about prior to you know a year ago well even now it'd be like right drink this beer i'm like oh this is delicious do you want some and i would say sure we're we're in a different relationship but i mean like for somebody else it's like maybe that's not a good idea anymore maybe not or right even reaching into like a big bowl of popcorn and right i don't know but and again same thing with popcorn i'm a Oh yeah, and like then I reach handful. in with yeah, and then I reach in with the the same hand and the so right. My, you've licked all your fingers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh that's finger licking good, man. Yeah, but um, right. If it's you and your wife, it's fine. If it's the communal popcorn, it's you. Well, maybe even the kids, it's okay yeah. too. But you know, you and your 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 uh, weekend buddies, maybe not. Maybe not so much. Maybe not so much. You ever been thrown out of a restaurant? I've never been ejected from a restaurant. No, from a bar. I've been with people who've been told to leave, and because they were, I you was, were together. You know, solidarity. We're leaving. Right. I have. I as well. Like so, I've never raised enough of a stink for somebody just to be like, "Get out." You need to go yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. I've seen it happen. I've seen it happen lots of times, and it's like, man, you know, what? What, what was so egregious that that was the hill you decided to die on? Like, I don't know. Was it your drink order? Was it? And I, I mean, we've been, I went with buddies. Uh, we went to hockey life and Whippy, and then we went to Jack Astor's. Okay. And we're having a couple beverages, nothing. And we're talking and there's the games on and we're having a good time. We'd ordered wings and we're not really paying attention to the clock. And the young girl comes over and she's like, we're so sorry. 
that your wings are so delayed. And I think 45 minutes. <laughs> so they comp the wing at 45 minutes. That's actually pretty. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, but you were content to uh, continue drink, uh, drinking, watching drinking and watching the game yeah, and chatting okay. and okay, carrying on. And um, I said, well, you don't need to come. So, you know, and you know what? I think we were very gracious and we weren't upset. Not and we, everybody is. And um, we tipped her really well because then we were only paying for like three pictures of beer. That very nice of you. Yeah. Very, and it's very like, nice right. And she kind of looks at us when we're done and we're like, and it didn't help. Right. Right. Very attractive young lady, <laughs> which <laughs> it always helps. We took your advice uh, recently and, and visited. Did the- you find an attractive young lady? You never gave me advice about oh, that. Okay. <laughs> I don't think your wife would agree. When my wife listens to this episode, just so you know, honey, that never happened. No. <laughs> no, no. We took your, we, as in Kim and I, took your advice uh, a week ago about uh, checking out uh, One Eye Jack. Lindsay or Pete World. Lindsay. Nice and fantastic. I liked it. Fantastic. Did you go in? We did. We've, uh, since that, we have now eaten there a total of three times. What do you think of the ambiance? Uh, I don't care for the ambience. It's too, it, because it's new. Now this just could be, and I said this, so sure ain't the grand. No, unrecognizable, uh, unrecognizable. The floor plan is not. No. The only thing that I recognize was, oh, I'm on the way to the bathroom and there's the hallway to the back door. <laughs> That's the only thing I could pick it. Yeah. I like the, the layout. Uh, I did not care. They, they were so busy and have been since they've opened. They've asked us every time, is it okay if we seat you in the bar? And we've said no every time. We would prefer a table, please. And uh, we so we there's table. tables in the bar area too. Yeah, but they're bar tables, so little little uh, square flat tops. But if you're doing like meals plus appetizers and stuff, like it's they're not huge tables. Okay. So we opted for uh, actual tables, and they've they've we've done a booth now once, and we've done a table twice. Great. the The servers have all been. Uh, have all been sort of top notch, I think. And, uh, you know, to the point where like our first experience there, I mean, I purposely like looked them up and left them a very favorable oh, very nice uh, review because, uh, you know, they deserve it. And I, and I did say, you talk about the grand, I said, you know, no amount of nostalgia for what the grand was can compare to the experience of what that place is now. And uh, I am more than happy to go back and support them. Oh, good. Yeah. good. And we're going to have the opportunity to go, go check out the Peterborough, the Peterborough one, here, one here. Yeah, yeah. Have a little birthday party to go to. They also have uh, locations in Oshawa and Oxbridge. There you go. Yeah. So, and I, I now that I have seen the logo, I realized that on one of my uh, one of my trips into the city with Andy, we actually uh, made a wrong turn and we actually turned around in their parking lot in <laughs> Oshawa. So, I'm like, oh yeah, one eye jack. Now I get it. What did you have? Uh, so I've had uh, their dinner every time. I have had the lobster mac and cheese. If you like mac and cheese, it's it's good. And lobster. It's yes. I can't argue with it. It's is good. it real lobster? Yes, it is. It is. It's real, real mac and cheese. <laughs> Listen, I'm not so naive to think that everything is made fresh in that kitchen, but I have to tell you right off the hop that that the menu at that place is so diverse that if you can't find something to eat there. You shouldn't be there in the first place. They have so much going for them in terms of like the variety. If you want, if you want Asian, you can get Asian. If you want uh, pub fare, you can get that. I mean, it's not just burgers and fries. And it, 
I was surprised at how diverse it was. And I'm like, I wonder if that'll hurt them in the long run. That there's just too, I said that, too much on it. I said that to Kim. I said, you know, typically speaking, if you do, you know, if you do a whole bunch of things, like, do you really do one thing really, really well? And I kind of wondered, but this is the thing. Our first experience there, it was like, do you pick the menu item that you know is a stalwart staple of every restaurant you've been to? Because every restaurant has a chicken parm. Yep. There are good chicken parms and there are bad chicken parms. And then you get to know what theirs is. Right. Or do you go out of your normal choices and you pick something that's new because it's a new restaurant and I want to try something new. So on our first visit, like I said, I had the lobster mac and cheese. Kim had the, it was an Irish, Irish bake or Irish. Anyway, it was essentially a, a pub style meal, which like stew not stew there was potatoes and there was uh or was chicken chicken maybe irish chicken interesting yeah it was really good and then uh we go back and uh i had uh started with the soup soup was uh soup of the day was uh was a uh, split pea bacon fantastic and then had a uh a, a lamb souvlaki so like super 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 good couldn't complain. It came with both potato and rice, which kind of caught me off guard because I wasn't expecting both. Carb it up. <laughs> well, you know. And then uh, what the third time? What the hell did we do the third time? Kim did have a chicken parm. And uh, th this was actually kind of cool because they asked her, did you want marinara or Alfredo? Oh. I've never been to a restaurant that asked me, that asked if you wanted Alfredo instead of marinara on a chicken parm. But that's an option. So she, went, cool. she went for the Alfredo. The point is, every meal we've had there has been good. Has been good, like and reasonably uh, priced for us to go and have a dinner. And uh, we beach. Uh, Kim had a glass of wine. I had a beer. Sixty, sixty-five bucks. Nothing wrong with that. No, I think that for a sit-down meal. Yep, absolutely. And so, like I say, when I I'm disenchanted with fast food, you know, like it's been the staple of the last what almost two years of our life. And you eat a a lot. We do. Um, it goes along, right? Because you go to the movies, you grab something before or after. Right. I mean, that's just seems to be the nuance of how you guys. Dude, there's a chance we might be going to the movies tonight <laughs> for a 10 o'clock showing of the Eternals on the right advanced screening. I don't know if I can convince her to go now, but by, by the way, yeah, it's, you know what's going to happen. But um, Georgia sent me the spoiler link of the Harry Styles. Oh, did she? Yeah, yeah. <sighs> that boy looks good. Does he? Okay. You mean from a from what a teenage girl would say looks good, or for, as a Marvel fan? Both, actually. Oh, okay, that's I, good I, to know. Right? Yeah, yeah. It's um, I, I think it's an interesting choice. Okay, well, I'm looking forward to seeing how that uh, that plays out. The boys got chops, chops, chops. Um, cool. So, any other mishaps? Oh man, uh, I still have more to talk. Mishaps. I still have my birthday to talk about. About your last one. A while ago. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, it's been a long time since I've had a real like anywhere you won't go because of just anything besides what I've already talked to you about. <laughs> There's certain businesses in town here I won't spend a I won't I, spend a dime at right because they're at their owners are an yeah, yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's not quality of their food. That's the quality of their management. I would never know what the quality of their food is because I can't stand to get past the front door. There you go. But that, yeah. Is there any way you wouldn't go because you just have never, ever had a good meal there? Uh, I kind of staved off Eastside Mario's for a long time because I was just, not because it was bad, but just because it was like, meh. Yeah. Just, just the same really, thing. Yeah. Really. Again and again. 
I didn't find anything outstanding about it. You know, and I'm not a big Italian, uh, you know, I don't want an endless pasta bowl or, or yeah. endless, I could go in and eat bread and nothing but, and by the time they, you know, brought my meal out and I have to wonder if, you know, do they do that on purpose? They fill you up on bread on purpose. So you feel good that you're taking home another, like, yeah, right? open your purse. <laughs> I mean, they, I don't know. They, they certainly have that ability to fill you up on soup and, or you know, right, bread and salad. Yes. And then you get your main, you yep. eat it. You're like, oh, I'm so full. And then you take it home and eat it the next day. Oh, I'll tell you, here's here's one for you. Uh, recently, and I can't say how recent because I don't know, Swiss Chalet has taken to offering crispy chicken on their menu. And as you, as we all know, crispy is just the buzzword. It's the new word for deep fried. Deep fried. Right. So, I'm like, so can you go wrong with deep fried chicken in a chicken restaurant? I don't think you can. Yeah, you can. They, yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah, you can. Not good. No. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. Now, which Swiss Chalet? Peterborough. Okay, so it's a standalone Swiss Chalet. It's not like I... No, it's not a Harvey Swiss Chalet. It's a Swiss Chalet. Right. Yeah, it's a full dining experience. And uh, the crispy chicken, it's like, oh, we now, we now have crispy chicken. I'm like, okay, I'll try it because it's new. Right. I like fried chicken. I don't know what they are basing their their herbs and spices on. Certainly paprika is one of them and salt is the other. It was so salty. My fingers, and of course it's, it's fried chicken. So I'm eating with my hands. My fingers were so red. You'd swear they were bleeding, but it had not, they were, it was just that much stuff like sodium and paprika or whatever. Oh, so the paprika stained your So red. I thought you meant it irritated your hands. I like. I like paprika. I like to cook with it. I think it's a good, it's a good spice when you're not sure what to put in, but it's a dash dash, right? It's not a, it's not a, like when I was overseas, we were, uh, I was in uh, the Balkans and, and we were buying any of our comfort food items came from Germany. Uh, cause that was a big NATO resupply. Yep. So we would get like Lay's potato chips. And so Lay's potato chips, you gotta remember Lay's is a big international company. So, the flavors that you would buy here in Canada are not necessarily reflective of the flavors you can get. So if you wanted, if you wanted ketchup, you got paprika. So paprika was a flavor. And I'm talking, you think, you know, when you get like, I don't know the, the brand, but there's the, uh, the, the president's choice or one of the, the, the home brands has like the, the extra, the double dipped. So it's like extra seasoning on the chip. Sure. Like those picture that, but it, on a piece of chicken, and that's how much, if not more, but yeah, paprika was a flavor of potato chip. So a potato chip, which really has no real flavor other than it's a potato chip, right? Which I thought the paprika one's really good. Not if you put that as much paprika Funny, as eh? on that chicken. You think yeah. they would have got some sort of like a semblance of somebody would have said, whoa. <laughs> so here's because that, that, that shake and bake is probably pre-mixed. No one's mixing it back in the kitchen. I would think so. But then I wonder, like, have we hit a, the tip? Have they hit the tipping point where it's like, in order to offer that, it has to come frozen? Do I think it's coming frozen and then it's hitting the deep fryer? I don't think it's like the rotisserie chicken where the chickens are going on the rotisserie and it's a never-ending stop of, of well, rotisserie chicken. What would the, chi- the chicken would be frozen at KFC, wouldn't it not? Absolutely. Well, I've seen... Is it probably at KFC? It probably is. Now I've seen here locally. It's fresh. It is fresh. I've seen her they, they, preparing it. 
So you just get a bag of. She's got her big uh, thighs, yeah. breasts, and whatever legs. She, I'm not in. I I'm not I, fully aware of this, but I'm told that Karen, who runs yeah, our, yeah. our takeout place down here, she's like, KFC does something what they call a a five cut, and she does what's like a four cut. So it's the number of pieces that they get out of the bird. Sure. And then that is done in her. She's got her bins of of seasoning that they get rolled in yep. before they get fried. But because so, she does it, so where does she get her fresh chickens from? Does she get fresh chickens every day. I would probably weekly, and then put them in the like in the freezer there. Yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. But the freezer are they like the? Fridge? I would say that she probably has been in business long enough now that she can probably estimate what a day. She, she's got to figure it out. I think so because I I can remember going that in there one me, time. That makes me nervous as shit. Have you never gone in there before when she said it? You shake your head, you know. Uh, we're out of chicken. You're a chicken restaurant. We're out of that's, chicken. That's good, though. That means you're doing well. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd rather you be out of chicken than be like, just a second. Yeah. <laughs> Let me whip something up for you here. <laughs> oh, fuck yourself. Start carving the, the yeah. chicken fingers into shapes. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, if she can do it fresh, presumably and it's good i not we're not <laughs> we're not and i don't mean to laugh because i've had her fried chicken it's great it is i hate to tell you it's the best in town <laughs> it's it's the best in three towns <laughs> it's the best in three towns the funny thing is when you go over there and i don't think people think about this is <laughs> no offense to the other restaurant in town here um but it'll become it does fried chicken no, oh. it'll be glaringly obvious what I'm talking about when I tell you that my go-to place, uh, Karen, is my go-to for fish. You ever had the fish and chips from her? No. It's good. It's really good. I've never been impressed with the other place. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. The, the legendary. Yeah, yeah. The name might be. Because, like, there's never been another. There's never. That restaurant has never. Just for the halibut. People love it, though. I know, we're, but it's not you know like what? it's the original, the only we're, just for the halibut in the country. We're wrong. In because what sense? That's not the best in town. Because, like, oh, right? Yeah, yeah. 3,200 other people in town think it's the best. You know what, though? So, have, But I would still get my fish and chips. You know, And, again, I haven't had in town. But I would still make the drive over to Falls View to see Samina at the oh, locker. Yeah, yeah, sure. Their fish and chips, fucking mint. If we're going to talk about the locker, I cannot mention the words the locker and not mention the steak sandwich in the same sentence because that is the best steak sandwich on the planet. She does a good, she's, she's had so much history in, in the restaurant in food service. service. Yeah whether it's her own business or the places she worked beforehand. And she, I think she's taken the best things that she's learned from people. I think so. And, and put it into her own business. And I think she's a conscientious and caring restaurateur for a very short period of time. Samina and I actually worked together at the falls view when Manford used to oh, own for it. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally the joke that she's back. And every kid that ever worked in restaurants in Fountain Falls worked at the falls view. Manfred uh under the table for cash yeah it was the the lowest paying job I ever had I think at uh, what three bucks an hour you should have worked at home hardware <laughs> <laughs> why your dad would have paid me less uh, he might have <laughs> I remember did he pay you less 
hundred <laughs> percent. You're going to work. I used to take an I probably owed the store money. I'd take an IOU out, go over to Fred and June's for fries and a coke oh, on nice. my on my break. And then grandpa would like come to the IOU when he's paying me and be like, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. it always made more sense if you're if you were smart, you were better to line up your break with grandpa, because then he'd pay. Nice. <laughs> oh, I think, so I think to getting back to the food thing, I mean, I'm not so disillusioned to think that everything that comes out of a restaurant's kitchen is freshly prepared. It, it, it just can't, can't be. be. It can't be. So, I mean, the, the KFC thing, you know what? Maybe for, for like national standards where like it's a huge big company yep. where there has to be a, a, a certain consistency across the brand. Maybe it is already done and it just shows up on the truck like that. Yeah. It'd be uh, interesting to talk to somebody in. Yeah. And just kind of enlighten us. But I mean, now I think too, like I, can't, I always say it wrong. The thing that you like, right? You put the meat in the bag and then the bag in the water. Oh, sous vide. Sous vide. Sous vide, yeah. But I, I tell you, that's how your steak's getting cooked. It probably is. And then the, they're finishing it on the grill. Yep. I don't know that 100%, but I can't see because that's guaranteed, right? There's just temperatures you cook it to for rare, medium rare. Yeah. Well done. Oh, no, you're right. You're right. And then you just, you, you grill it out on, and finish it. And that's how you get. There's a lot of stuff that, uh, because as you know, we are not, uh, there, there are protracted periods of time in this household where neither one of us want to cook a meal after doing whatever we've done right. for the day. But then there's times where it's like, oh, we didn't take the thing out from, and I'm a big one of convenience food. Well, there is that, but I, yeah. what I was going to say is you, there's so many things that you can cook from frozen and it makes no difference. You know what? I would tell you, I prefer doing some things from frozen if chicken, i wanted yeah chicken so breast. I say chicken chicken is the big one for me i'll Even take a frozen chicken breast throw it in a pot of boiling water and i'll finish it on the barbecue right yeah even a steak a frozen steak i was gonna say we're 58 minutes in and you've only drank one beer what are you talking about? and we're in your house ah. for shame that's okay i was saving it up i knew you were coming today and i was like oh i'd like to have a beer today and then i no, scott's coming over so i'll uh i'll wait till he gets here you hear that mom you see we don't drink every day we save it up <laughs> wait <laughs> does your mother think we drink every day or does she think you drink every day i don't know it doesn't matter what you my can mo- drag me into it it's okay it doesn't matter what my mother thinks you do <laughs> it matters what my mom thinks i do and I think someday she worries about me. And I tried to explain to her. I'm like, oh, no, no, no. I said, before I sat down with Wes, I hadn't drank for weeks. Oh, my Lord. So she just thinks you're a bad oh, uh, you're an enabler. Yeah, yeah, you're a bad influence. Um, I don't mind being an enabler. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's funny, though. That's just how it uh, how it works. And it's like. <laughs> <I'll tell> you <laughs> you want to shift gears for a minute? Mm-hmm. You, uh, you work for, uh, you are part of one of the local emergency services. I am. Uh, at a time in your emergency service career when you were, you know, the guy who signed the line, uh, and I don't mean as a volunteer, but I mean as somebody who was responsible for other people. For management. Sure. Sure. Did you ever have to field complaints? Yes. How did you, how do you handle them? Complaints from public? Yeah. Um, to be honest, you filter them up to headquarters. That's fair. I think that's fair. And or 
a lot of toe service. Is that right? Toe? Uh, lip service. Lip service. I don't know. There's another one. And you kind of like, mm-hmm, I understand your concerns. And I will certainly talk to that individual. Sure, about, sure. But about that issue. And you're like. And the, does it ever get talked about? Sure. As I'm laughing at them. Interesting. Yeah. And it's like, she was so upset that you pissed on the side of the road. Where did you think you were going to piss? Oh, yeah, We've yeah, been yeah, at the yeah, fire yeah. for fucking a day and a oh, half. No, no. Yeah, yeah. That's. I'm talking about legitimate complaints that really, the stuff that really matters. Dealt with, you know what? And good on us, Bob Cajun, respectful, polite, um, right? Had one illegit, you know, it might not even have been us, but we were at the call and somebody had made a comment about an attractive young lady at said call. Yeah, yeah. So that filtered both ways so we had to have oh, a comment and the wrong person heard it yep oh boy and took offense to it and they could and it wasn't even the person so right i hate people like this they were so taken aback that they had to complain on principle for somebody else. Or, i like this then that we're close enough that i can touch you <laughs> back off get your own sandwich <laughs> yeah um yeah i'm so offended i'm gonna complain on your behalf and I'm like, I hate people like that, but right, it happens. So that person complained that they heard people talking about said person that they were attractive <laughs> and in their state of mid dress that, that they were that person, super. <laughs> that person talking to their friends. Yeah. Hello. Is there anybody here? Yeah. Where'd everybody go? Oh. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> Oh, that's so right so there's that and then i've had um one interpersonal issue in the hall and uh, uh but that's the kind of stuff that can tear a crew apart yeah, so, so just sat down with one sat down with the other sat down together made a memo sent the memo and it never came back so they were happy with the resolution that you know the two parties you know yeah oh he, that's good then. and headquarters i always let her i never even if you're like deal with it in-house yeah, you yeah. always send that email up the to say that we've dealt with it yeah well that to me that that's where uh, was this where was this going so uh and as an adjunct to our restaurant discussion while sitting at a restaurant i think i told you this offline did i tell you about the the speeding cop yes did i tell you that i called them yes did i tell you that they didn't take me seriously I assume the way she replied, she didn't. The social media uh, manager basically had said to me that, I guess I should set this up for our listeners and, and for the people who are watching our local police agency. Now we live in a, in a municipality where we're actually covered by uh, two, two forces. So if you live at the center of our city, the former municipality of Lindsay, you, you were covered by the Quartz Lakes police service. And if you're outside of that, it's pretty much the OPP for everything else. So sitting in Lindsay, sitting, ha having a meal at the restaurant and, and this, uh, you know, black city SUV screaming by on Kent street, uh, 70 plus no lights, no siren. So I pick up my phone and I, I just basically messaged the, uh, the, the service directly through their social media to say, Hey, one of your cars just went by at a high rate of speed, like probably 70 plus. And they're like, okay, I will pass that on to the duty sergeant. And uh, if you want to, if you want to, you know, uh, talk a, to somebody, a formal complaint. Yes, because we cannot take a formal complaint through social media. 
Which is fair because it you know has what? To, those there's no paper trail. Has to be attached to a person. So yeah. it has to be either a phone call or a come into the desk and talk. I'm like, well, great. And she's like, do you want to, if you want to take it up with the, the duty sergeant, you're more than welcome to. I said, actually, I, I probably will. I'll follow that up tomorrow morning. The following day, the social media manager contacts me through the same chat to say that they have passed that on. Oh, and I thought, well, good for them. And it's like, they want to know if you're interested in calling in. And I'm like, is there an, a particular number I should be calling? So they send me the number. I'm like, in fact, I will call in. Right. So I called in and I spoke with the, uh, the constable who answered the phone, uh, at the time. And I explained my concerns and I got a, what I considered to be a very positive response. Right. And I don't feel like it was a canned. No, no. I told the guy, same like you had said, uh, in your story about you weren't trying to get anybody in trouble. Yep. And that's what I said. I'm not trying to get anybody in trouble here. I'm just saying that this happened. And I say without, without lights or sirens, there is in a built up area that creates an issue where public trust is concerned. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, I can't say what they were doing. And I said, I can't either. I said, I don't know your, your policies or your procedures, but I'm well versed enough in the highway traffic act to know that no lights, no siren. You can't be doing that. And he's like, no, in that regard, you're right. He's like, well, leave it with me and I'll, uh, I'll try to find out who those people were, what they were doing, and I'll find out who, who owns them, yeah. like, who their supervisor is. Yeah, it doesn't take too much. No. And I said to him, listen, I mean, it's as a small a, place. <laughs> I said, as a former uh, service guy, I mean, I'm, I'm a rules guy. I totally get it. And so that's what you got to do. You know what happens? You know what? You know what it is? He totally knows who it is. Yep. And he doesn't like them. <laughs> I don't know. Or they're already written up and he's like, who knows? Perfect. Call him back. Get him to call me. And we're going to fucking nail this guy. That's not what happened. So here's, no. here's what really All right. Happened. Five days later, five days later. Oh, the, and the fellow that I spoke to, the constable that I spoke to asked me, would I like a call back? And I said, well, I said, really just, just enough to say that, yes, we've dealt with it or yes, we're dealing with it or we've identified the issue. Yep. Yes. Call me back. Okay. No problem. Five days later, which is fine. Yep. I get a call back from a, a sergeant, an actual sergeant different officer who tells me I could play the record. I've, I've saved the message. Oh, he left oh, the message. Okay. Left, I've saved it. Right. I'm not going to play it, but I, I mean, if anybody really wants to hear it, reach out to me and I'll, uh, I'll forward it to you. Cause it's kind of funny, but, um, I get this message from the Sergeant who says, yeah, we, uh, we figured out who those guys were. And then he tells me, he's like, yeah, I talked to them. And, uh, based on what they were doing, he basically says that, yeah, it was okay for them to be speeding with no lights and no siren. There you go. No, that's not where it goes. Under what authority? That's it. This is, this is why I say like, what do you do? How do you take a complaint? How do you handle that? He doesn't have the authority to make that decision. Are you going to call the ombudsman? No, I've already escalated it to the office of the, uh, the, um, Ontario, the, the OISP. So, uh, <laughs> Chief Mitchell is going to get a, is going to get a complaint across his desk. That's going to detail exactly what happened and how I was dismissed by his own officer. So, so you, you think that was just, that was lip service. Absolutely. It was lip service. You as a supervisor in a police service. So let me, let me put it to you this way. You may not have said the words, but you have just told me by dismissing what I said, your officer was speeding in a built up area in the middle of the day with no lights and no siren and you approved it, you Sergeant so-and-so have decided under your own authority, because 
what does the police act say? What does the highway traffic act say? It doesn't say that you, Sergeant so-and-so, have the discretionary power to just say, it's fine. You don't have that. And if it were you or I doing that, no discretion would be given. It would be up to a judge. It would be up to a court justice. So when you dismiss me like that, I have no, my own moral center says I have no choice, but I have to escalate that. So I did. And so I now patiently am waiting to see where that's going to go. Wonderful. <laughs> yeah. And I got to live here too. Yeah. <laughs> but seriously, like, you know, how do you do that? I mean, talk about the erosion of public trust. The other, the other aspect of that is if you're telling me that you've decided that it's okay, how do you instill, how do you get the public to come forward when it really matters when they can't trust you? when you're abusing your authority like that. Yeah. And that's what it is. It's an abuse of authority and it's a, it's a, it's an erosion of public trust. So from those two perspectives, that's the reason why I chose to pursue it. Not because they were speeding, but be, had you have told me I've dealt with them, they've been counseled. They've, you know, they've been, you know, uh, reaffirmed that, you know, that's not acceptable. You could have given me lip service and I'd have been content to let it go. I'd be like, Oh, wonderful. But you, you called me up and you left a message and said, yeah, it's okay. No, no, it's not. It's it's interesting because I have a friend that's an RCMP officer. Sure. And we often talk about uh, texting and driving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's a dog. They want in. Said, there's a there's a four legged creature staring. I was at say me. what's that sad <laughs> whining noise? I don't know. What but and we often talk about texting and driving, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I yeah. see cops texting and driving all the time. Oh, I've had it. I got a good one for you on that one. And he's like, well, you know, sometimes it's better to be texting than on the radio because the radio is lots of people can hear what's said on the radio. So we may sure. be, get, we may be getting an update over our phones that we need when we're responding. I have no trouble. And then there is a, there is a, a section of the highway traffic act that makes exceptions for yep. uh, police in the, in the performance of their duties. But that brings the question and this you can find all kinds of public documents on this uh, online. It begs the question, like, for example, how does the, it has nothing to do with it, that it was a female officer, but there was a female officer in Aurelia that I watched going by one day on her phone. And I'm sure she would say that it was in the performance of her duty, yep. but the bright pink cell phone is not a work phone. But sometimes it doesn't matter. It should matter. Though. It doesn't. I say that it should matter in the sense that if you're going to make an exception that in the performance of your duty, it should be issued. It should be an issued phone. Yeah. Because if the phone is issued to you by your work. So be it. Nothing for me to say about it. It's amazing that I would tell you the number of officers that I've dealt with in my work. And I feel like I'm getting both. And then I don't, I don't know what the difference is. And I think sometimes it's simpler if you do it on your personal phone. I think that's and you exactly don't and and you don't tell them it's your personal phone. I think that's exactly what it is. Your work phone can be subpoenaed. Your phone can be subpoenaed. Not if you don't tell them. And if they find out, that yeah. phone can still be. Uh, yeah, it can. But this is, I think, that's why well, they. Because this was the thing, and on the fire department, when guys were like, "Oh, digital photos are way better than analog." blah 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 and they're taking yeah, pictures yeah, with their yeah, phone yeah, and yeah. they're like man if they realize that you did that or you're taking your notes on your phone and you tell them and they're like oh well just subpoena the phone and be like well it's my personal phone doesn't matter no judge doesn't care no 
so right we had to have this conversation about like just stop taking pictures on your personal phone yeah and i mean that's that is what comes down to again all this stuff it's all leadership stuff right yep but you know good policies and good procedures that make sense that are written from a from a a point of of practicality and that are not just you know the the top the top tier who is so far removed from the workings of the guy at the bottom that they have no idea what's going on if it makes sense then it should be okay yeah well you have to do an update on what you uh i'm curious to know because there was a there was a window of when you submit the complaint they actually they ask you in the uh in the online submission are you open to uh, what basically is called early resolution and the early resolution process basically says that if you it's basically mediation is what it is where you accept the answer that they give you and there's no disciplinary action whatsoever and i'm like i've already tried that and i said that in my complaint i said i've already talked to them once i said the reason i've chosen to go this route is you didn't take me seriously the first time so why would i agree to it a second time when you're just going to tell me the same thing again so no i wanted to go through the steps and the process and actually see but they actually have they have to look at the complaint and actually decide if they're going to action it. Cause you can imagine the type of frivolous crap that comes in. I don't like constable so-and-so because they wore red socks, right? You know, like the stuff that doesn't matter. And that's where they have to decide they have to filter through. And there's a process to decide this is an actionable complaint versus this is not. So here's the thing. What if they have a policy or a procedure like a, we have a, a, a 10, 200. So a 10, 200 is uh respond. Yep. No lights, no siren because it is. And then we, as fire service, we park farther away and wait for the next line. So usually it's yeah, yeah. Yep. because it's a threat to persons or something else, whatever. Right. Um. So, I mean, if they have some sort of policy of, of not to respond lights and siren, because lights and siren may trigger the person. Escalate the so I mean, yeah, yeah. To, to me, there's been more, there's been push forward in policy and procedure. I'm sure there is, but I mean, you know, it wouldn't have taken too much. All they would needed to say is they were responding to a call where lights and sirens would escalate the situation. You know what? And I, and again, I could have accepted that, you know what? And the, there's always this, there's this buffer of speed, right? Cause it's like, you know, arrive there safely, do no harm. Mm-hmm. And, um, but right. It's like, Oh, you know, you're going to whatever the call is, you know, there we could, whatever triggers you. Right. Sure. Sure. Whether it be, Oh, I was responding to, you know, a domestic violence, a domestic violence sure, uh, youth injury, you know, whatever they get. And, and for that officer, that might be the trigger that they just put down a little bit more speed where they, this is the thing. Yeah. You know, we, as the public are not privy. No. To that. And this is the thing. And, and, and maybe that's where they sit in, you know what, in the execution of their duties that, that evening, and he's not going to go into the details of what they were responding to. But I think when somebody makes a formal complaint, you should be able to give enough information. A little bit, a little bit more without. And as I say, the nature of the call, the same way, like, you know, when I worked in healthcare, like we're allowed to give out, you know, dispositions and prognoses, you know, so people can have a rough idea of like, this person is going to recover. Yeah. It may take them a while. 
you know, you, you could have given me like, you know, they were responding to a call where that was just not appropriate. And, and, and maybe he just at that point, you know, poor communication on his Absolutely. point. Yeah. Like, like I said to the first guy, the first guy, the, the constable who I thought was very interested. I, I said to him, listen, as a, as an ex-military guy, this kind of stuff comes up all the time. And to me, these aren't really very rarely are they cases for discipline. There are training opportunities. Yep. And so that's the way I presented it. That's, that's how we, way, that's how I treat everything. Well, really though, but it really is. We, right. Training I've, opportunity. And if you're really invested in being here, you'll take it as such. Yep. If you're not, then yeah, we'll just go to the next thing. But yeah, we had that this week and I'm like, you know what? I really apologize. There's nothing I can do about what happened. Yeah. But I said, we'll yeah, take yeah, the yeah. time to talk about it. Same thing. So this, I believe it's the steel workers of the union. Uh, yeah. Okay. So they have a big push or a, I can't think of the word, but like a, um, a social justice swing sort oh, yeah, of thing. Sure, sure. So they're big fans of having everyone make a fair wage. Yeah. So yep. they are currently champion. Seems like a right thing for a union to get behind. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially if we could unionize them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've taken a big swing at overseas offshore production, like steel production. No. Oh, anything, okay. anything. All right. That's fair. So I'm in the clothing business. Oh yeah. So I probably had this conversation with the same gentleman three times and comes in he's like, he buys, he likes these pants and he buys yep. these pants and he yep. flipped right. And he's like, Oh, can I speak to a manager? So you go up and you're like, Hey, I just want to let you know that these are made in Bangladesh. And I'm like, yeah, they are. I said, we, you know, I said, if you go to the website, I almost like, I know I said, you know, you can go to the website and look at our ethical uh, sourcing. And he yeah. says, yeah, yeah. do you also know that you don't pay these women a living wage? And I'm like, I said, do you also know that you can go to the website and get the link to our VP of communications and she'll be happy to talk to you at that level? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Why not? I have no comment. I appreciate what you're doing, but that's I so far above you. And I understand what you're doing. And he still bought the pants. <laughs> right. Oh and it's like, man, you like them so much that your, your ethics did not prevent you from no, buying them. These $49 pants, you know, so you want us to pay them whatever it is, more money. Dude, so, I wear $16 jeans from Costco. Yep. And I'm happy to continue to pay $16 jeans, $16 for my stretch. But if somebody said, all right, Wes, we're going to pay these people that make these the Kirkland brand jeans yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, a living wage where they live. So more than, let's say they were getting paid $6 an hour. Sure, sure. And we're, we're going to double it. We're going to pay them 12 <sighs> And your jeans are now going to cost you $39.99. Still cheaper than designer jeans. So you'd buy them still? Yes, I would. There you go. I, I like them. Yeah, and I don't. I don't like them based on their price tag. I like them because they fit me well. Yes. So I mean, I'm, but there's people that are buying them because they're sixteen dollars jeans. Of course there are trades guys. I, you know what? I still suggest Costco, and it's like people yeah. come in and be like, "Oh man, I just ruined my jeans and blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Why are you not buying Costco? Bread? Yeah, Costco, dude. Go, go buy yeah, yeah. Well, why can't I buy jeans here? And I'm like, because they're $29 jeans and you ruin yeah. 20, you complain about ruining $29 jeans. Go ruin $16 jeans that are stretchy. 
you could do like martial arts in them. So is Kirkland stretchy or are you? No, work, these are, are the uh, I'm in the ur- the urban stars. Uh, I've been an nice. urban. I've been on the urban stars now probably for uh, a decade. Yeah, a decade, a solid decade. Nothing wrong with them. No, no, they're nice. Actually, I have a pair of urban star jeans. That were gifted to me from your wife. I was going to say, did we give them to you because they didn't fit me? <laughs> I wonder if she bought the wrong size for your Maybe. father-in-law. That, oh, yes. That's probably what they were. And I like them. That's good, though. They feel good. They they move in all the right places. They give you... I don't think they're $16 jeans, though. I think the Kirkland brand 16 and Urban Star is like 19 Even still. Oh, it's still $20. 120 bucks yeah. for a pair of jeans. I mean... I can remember when when brand name clothing meant something to me when I was younger and still like trying to impress people that really were not worth the time, you know, of day. But like going out and buying like I need like a pair of of uh, oh, I can't even tell you the brand that I wore uh, guest jeans, uh, you know, were just. Yeah, I didn't want it. Sixty dollars oh, for a pair of jeans. You, oh, thank you. Could you imagine spending a hundred dollars now on a pair of jeans? I've become my father. <laughs> I, right. I mean, I get a discount, so they're not hundred dollar jeans for me, but it's like, wow. I can it, remember my, my parent, my mother, Wes, Wes, here's, here's a uh, 20 bucks. Go down to the Salvation Army and buy your dad some shirts. Just come back with a bunch. I'm like, what do they, what do they got to be? I don't know. They got to have collars on them and short right. sleeve polos, polos, collars or short sleeves. And I think I came back with like 10 shirts or something yeah. and and they were quite happy with the choices I made. There you go. So. And right, he was just going to work and getting them greasy. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't so. matter. I know we're not a sports podcast, but uh, you got a sports thing you want to talk about? Well, just a little shout out to U uh, eighteen White um, playing a big game in uh, Felon Falls oh, tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it looks like they're going to win four one. So, all right. Big congratulations to maybe Georgia got a goal. You don't think so? Uh, she hasn't scored a goal since her like. Oh boy hike oh so it's okay. been it's been 10 years oh <laughs> she's not a scorer she's a defenseman okay when she likes her she likes doing that oh, she's happy with that okay that's good. heaven forbid she ever score we, we i don't know what we do we've forgotten what to do we'd celebrate i guess fair enough but just a little little shout out my wife has been giving me updates so well that's good so even uh, though she knows i'm podcasting no, I keep looking at my phone. You know, the uh, technology, we can be connected 17 ways from Sunday. Right. Life, life doesn't stop just because you're recording. No. no. <laughs> Look at my dog still staring. Patient. Staring at us. <laughs> I can't believe he's that patient. He's not. He's just like, there's people in there, and that's where I want to be. You think they'll let me in? <laughs> I just sit here and uh, stare? No. Mm, All right. Poor Bob. So, yeah, we talked about restaurants. We talked about bad service. We talked about good service. We talked uh, about complaining about service. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Um, right? Obviously, if you have a great story, let us know. Reach out. If you provide great service and at a restaurant and you listen to us and you'd like to share um, a terrible customer story, I am fair game for that. I'm, I'd love to hear crummy customer stories. <laughs> Lots of crummy customers out in the world. Anything else you want to talk about? I don't think I've got anything else for this one. No, I'm going to have to sit here and drink another beer, though. So we don't have to do it on air. No, that's fine. As always, uh, hanging at the barbershop here, right here on uh, all the places where podcasts can be gotten. uh, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, and pretty much all the major players. You can catch us on YouTube at our production company's YouTube channel. That's Sawcast Productions. 
And as I said, we are now, uh, well, when we stream, which I don't know if we're going to do a live stream on this show, but uh, if we ever do get around to it, we are now on Twitch TV. So you don't post that. You, you would never post uh, pre-recorded on Twitch. It has to be live. Yeah, it's a, it's a live thing. I think once you're done, there's a way to go back and look at old ones, but right. I haven't figured that out yet. Us old right. people. Maybe some young person will come and tell us. <laughs> Eric, I know that you're into gaming. If you're listening to this one, uh, tell me how Twitch works. Even Zach, I think Zach is probably versed in the in the Twitch verse. Who knows? I'd rather come watch us on Twitch than to watch somebody play video games. Fair enough. I still struggle with that. What are you doing? I'm watching somebody else play a video game. It's pretty <laughs> riveting. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, I think that's it for uh, for this one. Uh, you've been listening to uh, Hanging at the Barbershop, and uh, until the next time, my name is Wes. My name is Scott, and we will catch you next time. Peace. Bye for now. Hey, thanks for hanging with us at the Barbershop. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please like and share us on Facebook, and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans. Hanging at the Barbershop is a Sawcast production.